Welcome to Alumni Conversations, where we sit down with alumni from our executive education degree programs. Um, and today I am here with Victor Nguyen, who is a 2023 graduate of our executive MBA program. Welcome, Victor. Hey, Anna, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. So glad to have you here today. Um, so let's kind of start um, with you giving a little bit of information about who you are and um, what you currently do. Yeah, so uh, I am active duty military by trade, so I'm a helicopter pilot for the United States Navy, uh, and I'm currently stationed at uh, the school that should be not should not be mentioned up north, but um, I'm an ROTC instructor at the University of Michigan, and uh, yeah, so I mainly right now for the past couple of years been mentoring students um, and getting them prepared to join the Navy as officers in the future. Um, and yeah, so I've been here for a couple of years now and about to ready to move to my next spot here this summer. So it's been a pretty hectic couple of weeks, but it's great to be here. Yeah. So thank you for your service. You know, we have quite a few military personnel who come into our program um, in a wide range of where they are in their military careers. So can you talk about, you know, with that background, what made you start thinking about going back to school and, you know, specifically going back for an executive MBA? Sure. Uh, so being on what we call a shore tour, I not deployable. I haven't been deployable for the past couple of years. So that was a really good opportunity for me to be able to go back to school and get a degree. Uh, I'm at a weird, I wouldn't say a weird point in my career, but I'm at that point in my career where I have to decide if I'm going to stay in or if I'm going to transition out. Uh, and so in talking to a bunch of my friends, uh, an MBA was a good option just because it shows a, there's a lot of versatility in what you can do post uh, MBA graduation. And I'm not quite sure what I want to do yet. Uh, and so it was a good exposure for me to learn something different that is not military related, but also uh, get me a perspective in, you know, the world that is helpful if I do end up staying in the military. And so the reason I wanted to do an executive program in particular was because it's, it's emphasis on leadership and organizational management, essentially. Um, so that if I ended up staying in the military, it would give me kind of an idea of how, I wouldn't say to run the Navy as a business, but to at least have that connection to the business world because a lot of things obviously are business related, regardless if you're in the private or public sector. Um, and especially with government contracting that you're going to deal with a lot of businesses as well. And so, and then to take that knowledge that we learned in class to be able to apply that to an organization such as the military, which is pretty rigid in its own sense of the word. But uh, I mean, there's always room to improve organizational development. And so that's why I want to do the executive program in particular. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we find it's pretty flexible, even if you don't necessarily know what your next steps are. Um, when you get to that point and you have those options available, it gives you that confidence to kind of take that next step or um, go into a different direction that you may never have considered prior. So um, that's great that you're able to take advantage of your current situation and and go back to school. So, you know, you mentioned that you were at another institution of higher education. And so I know you looked at many other programs, including the one that you're at. Um, but could you talk a little bit about that search and maybe what stood out about Fisher's program? So, yeah, uh, I would not, I would be dishonest to say if I did apply to Ross, um, but in looking at their programs, 
like the two programs are very similar. The thing that stood out to me about Fisher was its smaller kind of feel. So I think in general, Fisher is a smaller college uh, compared to the other big, probably top 20 schools that are out there on the rankings. I think that really drew me in. I'm not the most extroverted person. And so a smaller environment is definitely helpful for me to, to learn, but also to engage with other people. And, um, and really kind of stood out in meeting with folks like you and some other staff, such as Dan, to be able to really talk about the program, talk about what Fisher has to offer and the small class sizes and the smaller cohort was really a big draw for me. Yeah. And I know when we were talking, when you were coming into the program, there's a little bit of apprehension um, and it was hard for, for us to tell, you know, it's going to be okay. And it's one of those things you have to experience it um, to really understand that type of environment. So can you talk a little bit about the apprehension, kind of what your concerns were? Cause I think a lot of people who are considering going back to school, especially if they've been out for quite some time, which most of them have for an executive MBA program. Um, talk to me a little bit about that apprehension, what you were feeling, and then how were you able to kind of alleviate those fears? Yeah, so uh, I had a lot of apprehension mainly because I think when you're talking about executive programs in general uh, and you look at the statistics that all of the schools put out, their average ages are like 35 to 38, right, with about 10 years of work experience. And I was sitting there at the time, uh, 28, 29, super particularly young compared to the different demographics that are out there, as well as only having about seven years of experience. And so when I went to the top, some applied to some of the top 20 schools and looked at those um, statistics, the, that's kind of like the general attitude that I got from them was that, hey, I wasn't quite qualified to be here. Uh, so that's, I think that played a lot into the apprehension. Um, and also just being young. Uh, was a big, big factor because I knew it was the best time for me to go back to school just because of career uh, management and things like that. Um, but I didn't have 10, 15 plus years of work experience. I never had to fire anyone. I never had to hire anyone because that's just not how the government works. And so, and yes, I did not believe you when you said it's going to be fine. <laughs> um, but, and you really kind of have to do experience for yourself. And so when orientation came, I still had a feeling of uh, imposter syndrome in a sense, mainly because I was like, okay, like there's a lot of people that are, I wouldn't say older, but that just have had longer careers. Uh, they have a lot more knowledge about business. I'm an en engineering undergrad. So I had no clue about business. I worked for the Navy. So for sure, only no government assets. Right. Um, and so when we're talking about things such as accounting and finance and, you know, how do we manage all of these portfolios? Um, I just didn't have any of that knowledge. And I, I think that was also a detriment to me at the time, but uh, realizing getting the orientation, like, Hey, there's other people in the same boat. There are people that are in, you know, the business world, but you know, it's been a long time since they've had developed a lot of that, I guess, academic acumen. And so uh, I quickly realized that, we are all in it for the same thing uh, that regardless of how wide ranging our ages are, our work experience are uh, we, there's a lot of stuff that people bring individually to the table that uh, we can all learn from. Uh, and I don't think in our cohort in particular, like that age or lack of work experience was a detriment. I think everyone still valued you as a person and your opinions and what you brought to the table. And so that was super helpful uh, for me to get a lot of comfortability 
within the class. Um, and also the way that we broke up our teams, my team in particular was uh, super supportive and just, Hey, we are in here, we're here to learn. Right. And we are all here to learn. We might have some knowledge of it before, but that means I can teach it to you and you can uh, learn it from us. And that was probably the best experience as far as going back to school goes. Yeah. And it probably, it, and I don't know if you had these conversations prior to that last session before you graduated, but you know, even those who are, because we have the same averages that a lot of the other schools have, you know, our average work experience is, you know, between that 19, 18, 19 years of work experience. So not all of them were, were young, such as yourself. We really want to look at everyone holistically to make sure that they have that um, experience that they can bring to the table, even if it's a different type of experience. Um, but it was interesting being in the classroom and you guys were reflecting on how you guys all started. And a lot of you had that same apprehension, even those who were on the other end of the spectrum, you know, with, you know, 30 plus years of experience. So it's interesting that no matter where you are, there's always that apprehension of coming back to school, especially after you've been out for a while. Absolutely. Right. You're just like, how do I write an essay? Uh, you know, you're like, how do I, fun- how do I work a calculator for ac- like, for accounting or like what's Excel? Right. So I, I think um, regardless of what your work experience is, there's a lot of insecurities that people have. And uh, I think that levels the playing field a little bit and it just brings the reality of like, Hey, we are all in it for the same thing. We're all here to learn. We're all here to um, get something out of this program. And it, really what we put into the program that you're going to get out on and so i don't if there wasn't the honesty that was in our cohort in particular uh, i don't think anyone would have been as comfortable as we were yeah you know that's great and you mentioned your team and how that they were a supportive group for you Um, can you talk a little bit about how you were able to balance it all and maybe with that support that you had whether it was the team your family um you have a young son um so talk to me a little bit about how you're balancing that's typically one of the questions um we get from those who are looking at the program is how can i fit this in on top of everything else in talking with a lot of my friends that are in full-time programs, uh, the the executive MBA um, or even sometimes part-time programs are pretty great because it gives you the ability to be in class in person, learn that way. And then it gives, with the way that we only met, met once a month, give us a lot of time to be able to get our readings done, uh, get all the homework assignments and quizzes and stuff done. Uh, in the interim and it's really up to you to make that schedule um and so you know i would be lying if i said i didn't work on the weekends as far as schoolwork goes uh but sometimes that was the best option and having a young kid at that time uh you know if he was awake uh for midnight feeding that's you know i'd put a bottle in and then just do my readings at the same time right so you kind of just learn to learn to manage that uh, but the the team aspect was really helpful, mainly because we all know like people go through highs and lows in life. Uh, and shout out to Team Six, uh, Kim, Chris, Ken, and Alma, right? Like we all had our highs and lows at different times, and so we were able to kind of lift each other up in in those aspects, right? Of like, hey, I need help with this. Can can you guys cover for this section? Or hey. I got a lot going on. I can't make a team meeting, um, but fill me in what I need to get done. And I'll let you guys know where I can't handle all of it. Right. And so we were pretty supportive and understanding of like, Hey, you know, life happens. 
we can't manage everything at life. Like I need to offload and shed some stuff. And sometimes that's schoolwork. And uh, we were pretty good about supporting each other and be like, Hey, we'll fill you in on the rest, but we'll finish this out for you. Uh, some other teams don't function that way. Um, but I think it was the saving grace for, for team six. So it's pretty great. Yeah, no. And I, I have a feeling you guys are going to stay rather close, you know, as the years go on, you guys were a really close group. <laughs> Um, and I know you were able to connect with others outside your, your team as well. Can you talk a little bit about those cohort connections, you know, how you were able to meet those who are in different industries? I know military it's, you guys are really, you know, in the, in that, that kind of bubble <laughs> for quite yeah. some time. So talk to me a little about, about, you know, being exposed to some of those other industries and, um, areas and, and what that was like. And, you know, how do you think this, this cohort and these relationships that you made are going to be moving forward? Yeah. <clears throat> so obviously with your teammates, uh, you are in the thick of it all the time and you talk all the time. I think I made a conscious decision at the beginning, excuse me, to um, really put myself out there. Uh, I'm not one to do that very often. Uh, as I think I, some people remember at the end of our session back in uh, April that I was like, I really hate like meeting new people and like, having to do small talk and make those types of conversations. But I made a pretty subconscious decision at the beginning. I was like, Hey, I'm here to learn, but I'm also here to meet people outside of my industry uh, to better understand how the world functions, at least in the business world. And so um, it took a lot of effort, but um, you know, everyone brings something to the table and then there are very smart people out there in other industries that, um, you don't get a chance to unless you talk to them. And especially being in the military, we are in a bubble a lot of the times. And so you kind of get sick and tired of talking to other military folks in a sense. And so, um, yeah, we, I just was like, Hey, I'm going to pick your brain. I'm going to uh, ask you questions about your job. I'm going to ask you questions about your life and see how that translates. And if we can be of any, you know, collaborative in any way. Right. And, uh, I think our cohort in particular has a large group of different industries and different backgrounds. Uh, it's pretty diverse in its demographics as well. And so um, that was super helpful to really kind of garner, break down the walls in a sense of like, hey, like you're very different than I am. And yet you have a lot to offer. And I want to know about that. And I want to know how you function. I know I want to know how you lead your teams. Um, and you know, I might not go into, you know, the fashion industry as some of our folks were, or I might not go into the consumer product goods industry, but I know that I like your style of leadership. And so I'm going to still talk to you and garner all I can for me because you're wise and you, you've had a lot of experience in that aspect. And so I think a lot of those conversations uh, are, and relationships are going to last. And also, probably was helpful that we were all coming off of like the tail end of COVID. And so all of us were just thirsty for like conversation and like physical presence with each other. And so we just wanted to talk. All of us wanted just to have conversations with real people sitting in front of me where I can see you physically. And um, that was super helpful as well. And so uh, that mixed with all the different group trips that we had uh, really solidified the way that our cohort interacted with each other and the relationships that were formed. Um, and that's my big advice for a lot of people looking into this is like, if you end up coming to the program, you're going to be put in a team 
but the team isn't everything. I mean, it is a good chunk of your experience there and they're going to get you through, but uh, there's a wealth of knowledge and there's a wealth of experience and personality to be had uh, with the rest of your, you know, 30 cohort members. Uh, and it would be, you would be at a loss if you didn't put yourself out there to have those conversations with those people. Yeah, I know that's, that's great advice. And that's what one of the things we're looking for when we talk about, you know, kind of that ideal candidate, it's not necessarily checking a box in terms of years of experience, but it's really, are you open to learn from others and also share what you have to offer with them? Um, because there is a lot to learn in that classroom. And, you know, you saw me and some of my colleagues, we sat in in the classroom too, because we know how much value there is in that classroom, even if we've sat in in that class before, um, just because the discussion is different every single time, because there's just different um, inputs and, and backgrounds and experiences that are presented during those discussions from year to year. So that's great that you were able to to achieve that. And I think you did a great job putting yourself out there um, and and getting as much as you possibly could from that. So um, so you graduated last month and I'm I'm sure you're kind of on the track. To Thank goodness. <laughs> you did it. Um, I know I've heard from quite a few of you that it went by fast and you feel like something's missing now and that you should be working on something or coming to campus this month. But um. Um, tell me about kind of your next steps. I know you're getting, you're, you're moving, um, but kind of looking out into the future and you don't have to have everything, you know, figured out yet, but what do you think this degree will mean for the future? Yeah. So, uh, currently going through a lot of transition right now, just between moving and things like that. But I think in general, like the biggest thing that I took away was from this degree and how it's going to help me in the future is just a way of thinking. And I know that Dan's mentioned it a lot of like you're probably going to forget all the like the mechanics of accounting and finance and marketing and all this stuff but like the big thing that you're going to gain is asking the right questions uh, and i think it's you know i've been a quote-unquote leader in the military for a long time leading a lot of different types of groups and sizes uh and yeah i still garnered a lot of value in learning how to think differently and, and how to ask the right questions to be able to achieve a particular goal. And um, uh, whether that means like, wait, why are we here? Like, let's take a look at, is this the actual problem? Are we looking at something else or how do we influence some other folks in the way that, you know, <clears throat> to get them to work as an organization, how do we restructure our organization or the ways, the, the ways that we communicate <clears throat> to be able to, better facilitate what we're supposed to do and to get the most value out of our time. Right. Uh, so I think that's one of the biggest things that I took away and that's going to stick with me forever, regardless of what type of industry that I'm going to be in. Um, as for me personally, as far as my military career goes, like uh, we're kind of at a crux point where I'm uh, I'll find out here in a couple months, whether or not I'm going to promote to the next rank. Uh, and so that will make, that will be a huge factor as whether or not I will stay in. Uh, and so just kind of thinking about the future and regardless if like for those that are in the military now, like regardless if you leave at your end of contract, right. Or whether you stay for 20, there's going to be a point where you're going to leave, right. And you're never going to be in the military forever. And so um, being able to have the connections and the, to have the perspective of like, Hey, this isn't everything and it's okay to transition and it might be hard, but um, there's a wealth of, opportunities out there you've got to kind of seek them and think about them in a, in a different way and so it's um 
really opened my eyes to the different areas that I'm actually interested in in business. Because at first I thought business was all about finance and accounting, and it's more than that. <laughs> uh, and so um, really thinking about like, hey, if I don't end up staying in and I reach my end of contract in the next year or so, um, what industries I want to go into, uh, what are my passions, what are my values, and how am I going to get there? And I think I've kind of not going to try to pigeonhole myself in a, an area, but would definitely like to be in like the marketing world of product management or brand management. Uh, and I love traveling. I love airplanes just because I'm a pilot. And so kind of working in that kind of travel transportation industry uh, on that sector would probably be a best fit for me. Uh, but also just leveraging like, hey, look, like there's a bunch of people out there that I can talk to now about career transitions. Uh, and they know me and they know who I am. And at least I can have a listening ear that will at least brainstorm with me as to what the next steps are going to be. And so I think that's, that's one of the biggest things that I valued the most was the connections, uh, the ability to, to learn and to think in a different way and to apply that to, to my life in, in different areas, whether that's the Navy or whether that's going to be in the private sector later. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I'm glad you have that support system moving forward. And I hope you will be able to join us in September, depending on where you're going to end yeah. up. Maybe, maybe not this year, but um, we always welcome our alumni back to to get to know other um, cohorts as well and, and leverage those networks beyond your own cohort. So um, we wish you the best of luck. We can't wait to see what's in store um, for you and your family. Um, and thank you so much for talking with us today. I think this is really helpful for those, especially those who are in the military and looking to um, see what's out there and and how they can add more to, to their resume and perhaps give them some more opportunities in the future. So thank you for having this conversation. Um, and I hope to see you back on campus soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Alumni Conversations. For more information on the Executive MBA program at Fisher College of Business, please visit go.osu.edu backslash EMBA.